0: Welcome to the Shell Harbour Community Church podcast. We hope you're encouraged by the following
1: message.
2: You know, it's such a, uh, an honour to be here today to be able to share aspects of the vision and mission of Shell Harbour Community Church this morning. And I wanted to say recently, uh, about a year or so ago, the church celebrated its 34th year in Shell Harbour. Amen. The church has been in this community for Over 34 years today and uh, we are so encouraged in God that the church continues to go to strength to strength. And there are so many people who have left this earth and have joined the heavenly chorus but they have contributed so much to this church and as we look forward we also need to look back as well and acknowledge all the people over 34 years that have sacrificed and have given so much and now have gone to glory to help make this church all that it is today. And so they, we can't see them this morning, but I reckon they could hear us. Amen. We just want to thank all the great saints of the past, all the great people that have contributed so much to the life of this church, and there have been so many of them over the years. As we look forward and as we move forward, Our prayer is that we would all continue to build a legacy for those who are to come. Amen. And before I share uh, the vision and mission this morning, I would love us to pray and to start this part of our service together in prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you this morning. As we gather around some of the plans and the dreams that you've placed in our hearts, we just acknowledge that it's you. It's all about you. It's all about Jesus and what he's done for us. And Lord, today, we thank you for those that have gone before us, have labored, have sacrificed, have sweated to build your house, to establish your kingdom. We acknowledge those people that have been so faithful week in, week out, year in, year out, Lord, lovingly committing to building your house, your church. And Lord, as we look forward, we pray that you would inspire us to be like so many have been before us, Lord faithful pillars in the house of God, knowing that we've been put on this earth to build your kingdom. And we pray, Lord, as we look forward today, that we welcome that your kingdom would continue to come, that your will would continue to be done in and through Shell Harbour Community Church. So we thank you and we welcome you this morning. And everybody said amen and amen. Well, 12 years ago, Rachel and I still count it the greatest privilege to be able to pastor Shell Harbour Community Church. (laughs) <laughs> oh gosh, <laughs> what a sook. I do, you got it there? For us, the journey started uh, many, many years. Thank you, honey, you're lovely. Rachel, Rachel, honey. For us, the, year start, the, the, the journey started about 11 years ago. Um, Rachel and I were in um, Newcastle. Previous to this, we were senior ministers at, at City Life Church in Newcastle. And I'd been in the church for seven years, and then I met, met Rachel. Rachel and I got engaged, and um, we went on a two-week honeymoon. Uh, we came back, and we become senior pastors of the local church there. And for 10 years, we had the great honor and, and privilege of um, pastoring in Newcastle. But in 2008, a national oversight asked us if we would move to Shell Harbour. And we must be honest, when we were first asked to move to Shell Harbour, uh, we thought it was definitely not for us, this wasn't of God. Um, we don't know what they're talking about. They must not be hearing from God because we just felt in our hearts after serving so faithfully for ten years there and having, having all the things that we thought um, were, were signs that we were meant to stay, a big ha- excuse me, a, a nice house, a big garage, a great school for the kids, we thought, well, man, this is the place that we're meant to be. but after six weeks, we just felt and knew within our hearts that it was the right thing for us to move to Shell Harbour. So ultimately after, uh, after that, uh, we felt God called us to Shell Harbour. So after six weeks of tears, we uh, come to a point where we said, yes, we're going to move to this great city. And the first word that captured our attention was the word community. We transitioned from Newcastle to Shell Harbour over a three-month period. We came every second weekend. And every second weekend, we'd come down the entrance, and it's not there now, but back then, there was a big sign on the church building right about here that said, community. And every second Sunday that we came, that word really captured my heart and Rachel's heart, our hearts, the word community. And from here, as we traveled backwards and forwards over three months, God gave us three scriptures that I believe that shaped and is shaping the life of our church, and I want to share them with you this morning. There are three scriptures that God has placed in our hearts. Number one, Matthew chapter 5, verse 16. It says, Let your light so shine before men that they might see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven, emphasizing the word their good works. Acts chapter 10, verse 38, how God uh, anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power, and went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil. Again, emphasizing that thought there, doing good works. And then Isaiah chapter 59 was the last one, speaking about what true fasting is to God. And it says this, Is this not the fast that I have chosen, to loose the bonds of wickedness, to undo the heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, that you may break every yoke, Is it not to share your bread with the hungry and that when you bring to your house the poor who are cast out and when you see the naked that you cover them and not hide yourself from your own flesh? Well, it was these verses, these verses of scripture that we felt and still do that our church was called to be a church and is called to be a church that demonstrates the love of Jesus through our actions and over the last 12 years we've been committed to serving our local community. And today it's my great joy or our great joy to share with you our revised vision and mission statement that we believe reflects who we are as a church and where we are going as a church. And so our vision statement that's been modified, it's this. Our vision is this. We empower people to live Christ-centered lives, building a church where everyone is welcome, where everyone is needed, and where everyone is discipled. Amen. The vision for our local church, we empower people to live Christ-centered lives, building a church where everyone is welcomed, everyone is needed, and everyone is discipled. So over the course of this year, we see our vision being outworked in a number of ways, but the first way is through our connects and our crews, and we'll be talking more about crews in the coming week, but through our small groups. We're wanting everyone to have a place to be connected and discipled in our local church. Amen. Our vision is to see everyone with a hand on someone else and someone hands someone's hand on your life as well, amen. We're not called to do this journey alone. We are called to do this journey together, amen. So we really want to see people a part of small groups in and through the life of our church. And today we already have a number of connect groups operating midweek in the life of the church, but we want to gather more groups and different types of groups, both large and small. Large groups are the connect groups, and we're also looking at creating connections in smaller groups of four people with discipleship and accountability being at the core of that. And we're calling these groups crew groups, and we're going to explain more about that in the coming weeks as well, just to encourage you with that. Today in your bag, I hope you got your little uh expo bag, ministry bag in that and still trying to work out what the prize will be for the best booth this morning, amen. Maybe a $500 voucher for the team leaders that have the best group, I think that could be a good thing, amen. Not to spend on yourself, of course, but for the community, amen. So within your bag you would have received this morning there's a a Connect survey in there and we're seeking to know what kind of group people would like to be a part of. And at the end of the service we'll give you a bit of an explanation as to how to fill that. So the first thing we see in fulfilling our vision is through Connect groups and crew. The second thing is through Alpha. Alpha must be one of the most powerful evangelistic resources that the church has today. And last year we ran Alpha. This year again in second term we'll be running Alpha again reaching out and into our community through that incredible resource. Another aspect of our our vision and fulfilling it is through growth tracks. We are believing God that we're going to be running growth tracks through second term. And I want to invite Rach this morning, who's been doing a lot of work in helping us put it together. She's going to explain what growth tracks is. Give her a big round of applause, not a small one. Amen. Awesome.
3: Thank you. So, um, I don't know if you've ever had this experience, hopefully you never have, but I suspect it's not an experience, it's an experience a few of us have had, where you go to a new church and you like the church, but it takes you a really long time to feel like you're not a new person anymore. It takes you a while to feel like, oh, this is my church family, I know what's going on here, I know who the leaders are, I know where we're going, I know what's happening here. And um, we really want to... Be the kind of church, like we said with our vision, where everyone is welcome and everyone is needed. And I think we're great as a church at being the kind of church that is great at saying hey, welcoming people as they come in the door. But what we really want to do is set up a pathway so that when people join our church, that there's a pathway where we can welcome them into our church, where we can sort of talk about this is what our church is about, this is our vision, this is our mission, this is where we're going. And um, I was part of YWAM for a few years, and they are one of the organizations that I've been part of that do this the best. Have I got any YWAMers out there this morning yeah. yeah. So every single person who just raised their hand has done what in YWAM is called a discipleship training school. And so every single person, no matter your background or your age or anything, goes through the same um, three-month training school, 12-month training school. And everybody comes out the side with the same language and the same culture, and we know what it means to be part of YWAM. And that's what Growth Tracks is going to be for our church. It's not six months, because that's very intense, but it is a four-week course where people can come and know what's happening in our church family, know how to connect, have an opportunity to meet our leaders, and really just be welcomed in as members of our church, family. So the first week is um, going to be all about our church, how our church structure works, our vision, our mission, our values, that kind of thing, um, how connect groups work. The second week is going to be all about faith. We are going to be a church where tons of people are coming who don't know God. And so we want to create a pathway for discipleship, where people who don't know God have a place to learn the basics about prayer, hearing the voice of God, um, Bible reading, that kind of thing. So that's the second week focuses on. The third week is all about discovering your design. How did God make me? What gifts has he given me? And then how can I use those to serve the body of Christ? We want to connect people straight into serving within their gifting in the church. Then the last week is all about engaging our world for Christ. We're going to be learning how to share the gospel, what the different mission things our church does, um, so many amazing things. So it's going to be an amazing course. We have it starting up really soon, a one-day crash course for all of our leaders and volunteers. So we'll let you guys know when that's coming up. But we're hoping that, what do you reckon, by June we'll be able to roll it out for anyone in the church, for anyone who wants to come and join Don't hold me to that, but we are going to try. We want to get this going really soon because we're really excited.
2: 100%. Wonderful, Rach. Thank you so much. Awesome. Does a great job. Thank you. Brilliant. So looking forward to seeing growth tracks implemented in the life of our church. Next area as well as part of empowering people to live Christ-centered lives. We've made a greater investment into youth and children's ministry in the course of this year. And uh, we are so thankful for uh, David and Rach that do an amazing job empowering our uh, uh, younger generation. Uh, We are so encouraged with the work that they do. I was here a couple of Friday nights on security and uh, just love that. But just seeing young people come in and being discipled and encouraged is so, so encouraging. So we're going to continue to invest in our youth but also within our children. Uh, I think it was the first week in February, uh, Coronet or COS started and overseeing our children's ministry here in the church. But part of that ministry is not just Sunday as well. Uh, We'll be releasing uh, COS into our local school community as well. And there's two aspects for that. Firstly, she'll be going in each week and teaching scripture. There's such a need for scripture and I know that the scripture coordinators in Shell Harbor are so thankful that they're going to have another scripture teacher going in and teaching scripture to our kids in the primary school. Second to that, she'll also be looking at establishing outreaches into our local primary schools as well. So that's going to be happening in second term, and we're so thrilled about that investment as well. So very, very encouraged about a further investment into our community as well. So our vision, empower people to live Christ-centered lives, building a church where everyone is welcome. Everyone is welcome. Everyone Everyone is needed and everyone is discipled. And secondly, to our mission statement as well. To glorify God by demonstrating outrageous love for people, our community, and the nations with the compassion, the service, and the message of Jesus Christ. Our mantra has been for many, many years this, please hear this morning. If Shell Harbor Community Church was to close its doors tomorrow, would anyone in the community feel the effects of that? That's been our mantra. That's been one of our drivers. If we closed our doors tomorrow, would anybody beyond these walls feel the effects of that? Would anyone be sad? Would anybody be upset? Would anyone be in a bit of despair because the church was no longer here? And I'm really encouraged to say that I believe that there are choruses of people that would be disturbed to think that our church was no longer in existence. So we see our mission being outworked in a number of ways, and the first one this year is through food care. I want to read to you this morning some stats about food care. In the last year, food care has provided low-cost and free food to just over 4,000 families. Amazing. Amazing provided every week three to four crisis food packs every week three to four crisis food packs to people in our community over the last year they provided the Wollongong University with weekly fruit vegetable and bread feeding over 5,000 students through that program astounding stuff Absolutely astounding. Provided um, Lake Illawarra and continue to provide Lake Illawarra High School with weekly food that they distribute to underprivileged families within that school every week. They come from Lake Illawarra High, come to our church and pick up a bucket load of food to take back there and to distribute to make a difference. This year, um, Food Care has partnered with Rotary, uh, who donated a new commercial freezer. Oz Harvest increased their deliveries to twice a week to support the work of Food Care here. And there's ongoing donations from Subway, from Queen Street Bakery, from the friendly grocers over there. Go and support them that way. And Enhanced Service Station have all gotten on board and many, many others as well. To support the incredible work of Foodcare, Karen, would you stand this morning? That would be great. I've got a. Uh, <laughs> we uh, it's a it's a it's a very uh, uh, it's a very sweet sad moment as well this morning. Um, uh, Karen feels that her, her season as managing and overseeing Foodcare has come to an end or coming to an end, and um, we we are. We are sad about that, but also know that God's opening up doors and closing this door and opening opening the next one. And so this morning, you know, when you're out there at the food care stand, give her a hug or a kiss or a high five. She has been absolutely incredible in her role. And in a couple of coming weeks' time when we identify who the new manager is going to be, we will celebrate you, Karen, and all the amazing work that you've done over the years. You've been... You've been... uh, (laughs) Can I say it publicly? You've been our pocket rocket. She has been. She's been amazing. And so we'll celebrate her very shortly. The other area is Sprouts. I want you to welcome Ruth this morning, the director of Sprouts this morning. She's going to encourage us with a few thoughts. So Ruth, thank you so much this thank morning. You. Amen. Is this on? Yes.
0: Hi, everyone. Who knows that God doesn't work? Out there? There's no coincidences with God. And so... When Tay sang um, I Exalt Thee, it was one of those moments six years ago when I was at colour with thousands and thousands of women and um, they started singing that song. And um, I was just like, this is my mum's favourite song. So my mum passed away when I was 18, but she loved that song. You would always hear that song playing in our house. So thousands and thousands of women were singing this song And I was worshipping God, a bit like this Sunday, tearful, just feeling the anointing of God. Worshipping God and I could hear her voice as though it was just next to me. It was so loud and it was projecting around me. And my mum can't sing. So it was really like, I'm just like, oh, my goodness, that, that was mum's voice because mum would worship and she wouldn't hold back. And even as a kid, I'd be like, oh, mum, you're pitchy. Please stop singing so loud. But she would go for it. And I'd, I'd be aware of all my friends, like, can you hear her? Like, um, but it was one of those moments where I just felt like God said, she is your heritage. She's, she chose God. She was first-generation Christian. She chose God. And she had a hard, hard childhood of trauma, and it was hard for her, but she chose God and gave me the heritage that I have, that I can give heritage to my children. And then he gave me a vision of thousands and thousands of children behind me. And I had no idea that we were going to that I was going to step up and be Sprouts director. And so it is a privilege to stand before a church that chose to open an education and care service, to chose to sacrifice, to open your doors, so that you can have community walk through your doors Monday to Friday. So 12 years ago, Shaw Harbour Community Church, our church, had a dream of opening a centre that would not only provide amazing education and care for children and families, but also a way to see the community connected to our church. From Monday to Friday, starting from 7 a.m. in the morning to 6 p.m. at night, we have children and families entering our church building. That's amazing. We've got community walking into our church building. Each time they step into this building, we invite them to have an account with Jesus. We believe that by just being in this building, they are on, the, on holy ground and God will begin to work in their lives. Each day we look for opportunity to teach God's word, and model his love to our families and children who are a part of Sprouts. Our vision is that we are sowing seeds, and that there will be a great harvest. Mark four twenty six, the kingdom of God is like a man who casts seed upon the soil, and he goes to bed at night and gets up by day, and the seed sprouts, sprouts, and grows. How he himself does not know. The soil produces crop by itself. First the blade, then the head than the mature grain in the head. In this parable of the growing seed, the sower is anyone who spreads the gospel. This parable of the growing seed explains that the teacher's responsibility is to teach, which is to scatter seed. To begin this vision, our church gave them money, time, resources, energy. How many of you guys did the working bees? Everything to open the doors of sprouts. Um, Just as a farmer invests in buying land, working long, hard, physical days to cultivate the soil, we now, just like the farmer, are able to cast the seed on a rich soil that has been prepared. Aline shared a beautiful story with me today. One of our educators, Abby, um, was sharing with one of the children about Psalm 18, where it says that he rescued me because he delighted in me. The child's eyes lit up and she smiled. She then began dancing around the yard singing, Delight, delight, delight. Another beautiful story to share is each lunch we pray for our food. The children have wanted to lead the prayer of Thanksgiving. Word for word, this is one of the children's prayers. Dear God, thank you for the food. Thank you for Janelle. She's our cook. She's amazing. And thank you for friends. Amen. We then shared this with her mum. And her mum's response was, so beautiful. She told us at breakfast this is what she'd like to say for prayer today. This is a child from an unsaved family. Did you know that we have over 90% of unsaved families that are a part of Sprouts? We have a very small percent that are Christians. These children are going home and we have had person after person tell us that they'll just break out in prayer before dinner time. So they'll be about to eat and the children will be like... I'm gonna pray. And so we've got children that are coming into Sprouts that are going into families, and they're praying, they're giving thanks to God, and they are testimonies for what is going on here. That we even had this vision in the first well, God gave us this vision, and we acted on it and opened our doors. Sprouts is a place that brings truth and love to children, who God created them to be and the purpose he has for their lives. Sprouts is a place that brings truth to families, the blessing of what God intended a family to be. Sprouts is a place that shines a light to our community and burns bright in the darkness, where there are many lies and confusion. With all this said, we need the church more than ever. With a world that has an agenda to rob and destroy children's and children and families' identity, and um, just that is basically telling a lie of who they are. We need help because would the enemy want a place like Sprouts that is telling truth and, and speaking life into these lives? So you can support us with your prayers. We really need your prayers. I've just started going to our prayer meeting every Tuesday night and it is amazing. It's so wonderful to come and be connected with church and I have seen such a difference in Sprouts. If every one of you pray and believe with me to make a difference with Sprouts, we will change generations. We will make such a difference. We pray for protection and pray for opportunities to shine God's light into this world. This year, we also would like to put together a ministry team deliberately with the purpose to connect church and to connect Sprouts and finding opportunities to just go above and beyond. So if that's something that you'd be interested in, please come and see me. Thank you for your time.
2: Well done. That's wonderful. Thank you, Ruth. You are worthy of it all. You are worthy of it all. Amen. Crazy man. Hallelujah. Isn't that encouraging? Kids going home and stopping their parents so that they can share. Wonderful, wonderful. All right, I'll just continue. A uh, couple more areas and then we'll be concluded this morning. The next area that we see our mission being outworked is through CityServe. And uh, we've spoken about CityServe, not so much last year because of COVID and what was going on there. But we, uh, we'd encourage you today to go and visit the CityServe store. And in the coming weeks, we'll be talking about CityServe and how we're going to be encouraging smaller groups of people to go out there and show and demonstrate outrageous love through acts of random kindness to our community. So we see our, our mission being outworked through CityServe, and you can go to our CityServe stand this morning with that. Last couple of thoughts, through Vanuatu as well. We see our mission of outrageously loving our world through Vanuatu and our uh, our, our mission for Vanuatu is empowering the Nivan people to win their nation to Christ. And over the years, we've sent aid through, uh, through because of Cyclones, we've built community centers, we've renovated church, we've ran medical and eye clinics, and we're doing all that we can do to be a blessing. And I want to show you a video this morning of what you did last year in December. So if we could run that, that would be great. Uh, thank you so
1: much, Shell Harbor Community Church. We've waited for this day. Uh, thank you for your generosity, our two tanks are just being delivered now, certainly all in island time, we're waiting for the ship to come. So we just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you, and we'll send you some photos once we're hooked up. And it couldn't be more um, preferred timing, we're expecting torrential rain all next week, um, so um, we're really, really believing we seem to get it all set up um, this afternoon and tomorrow, and then we can... Um, hopefully catch all of that rain so thank you for your generosity we love you guys your church we can't wait for you to bring teams across and just uh show you this magnificent uh ministry-based god's given us you can see the water in the background there and our house is just a little bit more to the left so we can't wait for you to come it's a work in progress but yeah it's all good thanks guys
2: hallelujah Praise the Master! Praise the Master! Amen! How good's that? The Lord did that through us last year. Congratulations! How wonderful! That's just changed their world over there. And uh, just so encouraging to see that. There'll be some more photos with that as well. But uh, I'm just encouraged with that. I believe that by term four, we'll be back in Vanuatu. And I believe that um, by faith, and and I believe that it's going to happen. And for next year, We'll be returning to Vanuatu, taking teams of people back to Vanuatu to empower the new Vans there to win their nation for Christ as well. So that's another way that we are working through our mission as a local church. Last one is this, our community center. Amen. Have we got that picture there? Oh, it doesn't look like we've got that picture there. Have we got the picture, Tom? We have the picture there. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Where's the space I'm supposed to stop, Tom? About there? There's no red tape on the ground. Amen. (laughs) Hallelujah. You know, um, 10, 11 11 years ago, we said one day we can see a a bright and colorful, life-giving, long daycare center here on site. And look at what the Lord did. I believe that in the future as well, one day we're going to see a purpose-built community centre here at Shell Harbour Community Church. We have food care, counselling rooms, prayer rooms, training programs. I believe that it's going to be a resource for our local community here. An impossible thought, but I want to say today and declare that we serve the God of the impossible. impossible. Amen. We serve a God of the impossible. In fact, I love this. Jesus looked at them in Matthew chapter 19 and said, With men... It's impossible, but with God, all things are possible, amen. And I don't know how, and I don't know when, but I believe that in the future, we will see a purpose-built community center built here on site for the community of Shell Harbor and beyond, amen. And so, so encouraged with that as well. You know, as I conclude this morning, if we could get the worship team back up, that would be great. I'd love us to finish with a celebration this morning. That would be great. You know, I believe that Shell Harbour Community Church here, that we are not and never have been a church of spectators, but a church of contributors. We have never been a church of spectators. And I believe that as we move into the future, God is continuing to challenge us about the importance of understanding that we have been called to continue to build his kingdom. Amen. And the ministry fair this morning that you're about to get to go and celebrate in a couple of moments' time, it's awesome. There's a free barbecue out there. There's some amazing coffee and tea. The sumo suits are there. But then every ministry within the life of our church, Rachel's going to encourage us in a minute about that, but every ministry in the life of our church is represented there. And maybe today you may not necessarily be involved in a ministry area yet. But I want to encourage you as you go around, maybe consider where you see yourself fitting in to the vision and the mission of Shell Harbour Community Church. Amen. Give Rachel a big round of applause. That would be great.